Yemunla. You're listening to Karakaramo EV, Karakaramo, the English version. Karakaramo is a podcast about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 7, part 1. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope episode to listen to. <laughs> well, technically, I did bring you two special editions while the podcast was was on hold. Special edition number one was my guidebook on the representation of slavery in French cinema and television. Special edition number two was about the representation of black single mothers in black American sitcoms in the 90s. When I look back at 2020, it was really a busy year for me in terms of creating content and meeting new people. I was a guest on Caribbean Friends and I was a guest on the Caribbean Millennials. So I just never thought that it would happen. And check out my year in review episode to learn more about what I did in 2020. Now... Before we start season two, I think I should reintroduce myself. I'm Patra M. I'm in my 30s. I was born and raised in Guadeloupe, a French Caribbean island. Then I moved to Paris when I was 20, and this is where I still live today. I've been researching black representation in pop culture nearly all my life. <laughs> my thesis for my master's degree in history was on the representation of French youth in French teen dramas. I never verbalized my field of research as black representation until five years ago when I opened my blog, myinseng.com, which was a way for me to analyze my experiences as a black Afro-Caribbean French woman in France and to talk about the connections I see between Caribbean culture and Korean culture. Yes, I like Korean culture. I have a bachelor's degree in Korean, which gives me the opportunity to learn more about the similarities in Korean history and Caribbean history. South Korea is now a leader in shaping international pop culture, and I think the Caribbean can also be recognized for its culture on the international scene at the same level, maybe even more. People just need to change their lens and they'll see what I mean. So yeah, why did I decide to start the podcast Caru Because I needed something more powerful than just blogging. I wanted to use my voice to share Caribbean stories, Caribbean narratives that help create our identity. That's the reason I also run the website caracaramon.com where you can find interviews, film reviews, book reviews, music reviews and I'm also finding my way back into writing fiction. By the way, since this is Valentine's Day, you can download my first ebook called Love Moi, which means love me. Moi means me in Creole. And it's available on mindsang.com. It's a romance ebook because 
romance is my favorite genre. I love reading about love. I love talking about love. And this is the main theme of season two of my podcast. Season one gave us a dramatic version of the Caribbean. So I wanted to... I needed to talk about Caribbean films that make me feel good. You know... We're in February, like I said, today it's Valentine's Day. It's the perfect month to start talking about love. And we're going to start with a classic film. So, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people, let's talk about The Sweetest Mango. It's time for the Yikikikak. In the Yekri Kekrak section, I tell you the plot of the film. The Sweetest Mango is Antigua and Barbuda's first feature film. Directed by Howard Allen, it was released in 2001 and it's in the archives at the Film Reference Library in Toronto. Here's the plot available on Hammer Films, the production company of the film. The Sweetest Mango is a romantic comedy that tells the story of lovely Anne Love Davis, who returns from Canada to Antigua and her struggles to adjust to life on a small island. It follows her professional turmoil and personal drama, including being caught in an unexpected love triangle. I feel like you need a little bit more background to understand everything I will talk about in the Caribbean Connections. So here we go. Lovely Anne, aka Love, returns to Antigua after spending more than two decades in Canada. She has to get back into the groove of things between the island life and her new job. Fortunately, she can count on Richard, who works as a member of a team. The mango will serve as a link between the key moments of their romance. I came across the sweetest mango quite randomly about three years ago now, I wasn't thinking about creating Caro Caramon yet, but I had been blogging about black representation in cinema and television for a couple of years, and since romance is my favorite genre, I kept googling words like Caribbean film, romance, or Caribbean rom-com film in English. Of course, I already knew French cinema and television had yet to produce a film with one or two black lead characters in love. But yeah, Google suggested a lot of films that were not what I was looking for, like rom-com set in the Caribbean but with white people or at least non-Caribbean people, or it just kept linking back to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. So at one point, I think I just went to the Caribbean Films Wikipedia page and I decided to click on every film that had a page. Fortunately for me, since the page is organized by country, Antigua and Barbuda were the first section and the sweetest mango just got my eyes right away. I read the summary and it didn't really resonate with me at that time. Again, I know romance, I know the tropes and the summary didn't make me feel how all these tropes would work in a Caribbean setting and still feel fresh and original. I was so wrong. <laughs> but what did I know back then? 
nothing. And that's why I'm telling you, so you don't make the same mistake as I did. To think this film was made in 2001 and I spent 17 years of my life not knowing that it existed. It's just so frustrating to me <laughs> because I was born to be a fangirl and the fangirl life chose me. I didn't chose it. And okay, I'll save this for the Caribbean connections. The last thing I wanted to say is that The Sweetest Domingo is easily in my top three of my favorite Caribbean films of all time. And I know what you're going to say. I'm still in the beginning of my Caribbean cinema journey, but I know me, I know what I like, and I know this film is really, really what I like. And it was such an honor for me when producer Mitzi Allen and scenarist D. Giselle Isaac accepted my interview request. I'm so glad that I got to talk about this film rather early in this journey because The Sweetest Mango is a classic. It's a classic not only because it's the first Caribbean romantic comedy, it's a classic because it's also about the representation of specific dynamics in the Caribbean that are still relevant today, 20 years later. Lovely Anne is a young, smart, and skilled Afro-Caribbean woman. So she's great representation for young girls. But The Sweetest Mango makes you also wonder what does a Caribbean man in love look like? And what is the approach of life on the island when you're from the diaspora? Get ready for some Caribbean connections. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to my newsletter. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Caro Caramon. You can give me five stars on Apple Podcasts to give Caro Caramon more visibility. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for part two. See you à dans d'autres soleils. Ciao, Bered.